Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another kind of funny review and breakdown of Secret Invasion. This time to the penultimate episode, episode five. Uh, of course, I am Tim Geddes, and I am keeping the good times rolling of having a bunch of fun special guests on this show. Very, very excited to sit down and be able to talk to Angelica Trey. How are you doing? So you're, you're a Twitch streamer. You're on TikTok. People probably know you, uh, I would say, best from the, the New Girl TikToks and from the uh, JJ the Jet Plane and the Toad yeah. stuff that you do. Would you like to explain wow. yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was quite the entrance. I feel very eclectic now. Um, I, I do a lot of cosplay, impression, and comedy sketches. So um, I do that alongside Twitch streaming where I play games and I talk about a lot of nerdy stuff. So there's a lot of hats being worn and it's fun. You know, I'm either screaming on the internet about nerdy stuff or I'm screaming in a toad voice. You know, very similar to a lot of the people we have here at Kind of Funny. So I feel, yeah, there, there you go. There you go. Yeah, so that, that's Barrett for you. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to fit right in here. I actually met you at Summer Game Fest. I saw you and I recognized you from Internet Nerd Stuff appearances you've made. And I was like, oh, shit, I want to say hi. We started talking. I was like, oh, man, she's super cool. So I'm really excited to finally get to actually make some content with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to be here. It's good to be on the show. Yep, it's going to be a lot of fun. Of course, this is kind of funny. Screencast each and every week. We get together to break down the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast, and we will be right there for you. If you want to go above and beyond, though, patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go. Just like our Patreon producers, James Hastings, Casey Andrew, and Nathan Lamoth have done. We appreciate all of you. So very, very much. Uh, today we're brought to you by Liquid IV, but I'll tell you about that later. Uh, just a little housekeeping for you on the entertainment side. I'm kind of funny here. We're going to be doing so much stuff. Uh, next week will be our final episode of uh, Secret Invasion Breakdowns on the screencast side. But over on the in-review side of things, this week we are continuing Nolan in review with Oppenheimer. Then, don't worry, everybody's asking, when are we going to talk about Barbie? When are we talking about Barbie? Monday, we will be talking about Barbie. We're going to do a special one-off Barbie in review. We have some very special things planned for that that I cannot wait for you to see. It's going to be ridiculous. And then the following week, we'll get the whole crew together to do our secret invasion in review. But enough about all of that. I got Angelica here. I want to get her thoughts on secret invasion. Let's start thus far of the whole show and then give me your thoughts on this episode in particular. Um. So, I mean... Thus far over the the whole span of the show, it's been really cool to see what's become of, of Nick Fury. You know, we've just gotten a little bit of a, a closer look at his character, how he's changed over time and how he's affected from, you know, certain events in the past and a little bit of a glimpse to that because he's always been such a stoic character. So it's been a little neat to get a glimpse into you know, more of the emotional side of things, more of the personal side of things. 
and also what he's been up to this whole time a little bit <laughs> you know just um getting more secrets uncovered during secret invasion <laughs> it's been a very action-packed show so far and it's been cool to see some of the action scenes that we got in this latest episode yeah totally um, some of the week. most fun action we've had so far i would say yeah i was like is this i, I feel like i'm playing call of duty right now <laughs> there was like one one part instead of uh you know what we'll talk about it later but i, I was like <laughs> damn so like tactical right now yep. this is great and um so for this latest episode i think we're doing a lot of build up right now you know this episode's then it's it's like that calm before the storm even though it wasn't that calm but we know there's gonna be a big storm next week so you know i i feel like this one's just sort of like the build up you know you feel all that tension yeah absolutely reminder yeah. for everybody this is a spoiler filled show so we're about to get totally into the spoilers of everything that's happened in secret invasion thus far um so yeah my thoughts on on this episode i um i'm really into it i'm still enjoying the show a lot i feel like the i was riding up a high on it where i'm like you know what i think this is going places i really like and i feel like they're not quite getting there so i still think the show is good but i i am a little let down in terms of the uh potential that the show has of like fitting that winter soldier vibe and like the cast being as amazing it is as it is olivia coleman having um don Cheadle and uh samuel L. jackson be able to have as much screen time together is just so great the supporting cast is just fantastic as well but i feel like the story is starting to get a little repetitive in the all right now this person died or did they now they're back or are they are they who they say they are i don't know and i feel like it's it all makes sense it's all adding up i just I'm finding myself not being extremely interested in it all. Having said that, this episode ending with the Nick Fury suit up moment of him putting his eye patch back on, it's so dumb. It's so exciting. It's so hype. Him being like, let's finish this. I'm like, you know what? This seems rushed, but I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, well, just going off of, of what you mentioned in terms of pacing, you know, this was previously supposed to be a movie. So them trying to pace this out over the course of a show um, and and convert it over to a series, it's like, okay, if you understand it within that context, it makes more sense. But still, you know, you want to have this even pacing with a ton of action-packed scenes in each and every episode. Um, I think for me, I, you know, when I heard that it was going to be espionage and it was probably going to be a little bit more of that slow burn you know who done it who's who's a scroll who's a you know who's actually who they say they are type situation i felt like it was going to be a little bit more slow and then we're going to have those like bam you know combat scenes so for me it's it's living a little bit up to that action path, yeah. like that pacing. And, and I do think we're, we're kind of hinting at it earlier. I think that the, the action in the show so far, some of it has felt a little bit um, like that, that TV quality that we, we kind of criticize. Like the, there was that meat locker fight a couple episodes back that to me just didn't quite hit. I think the violence in the show is hitting like in this episode, yeah. my God, when he does like the Groot arm thing through the dude and then the blood just spills out and it's like a bucket of blood just being poured out. I just did not see that coming. And I probably should have based on how much violence and ridiculous gore has been in the show so far. But I do think the action scene in this episode was legitimately awesome. And I think that having Amelia Clark and um, the uh, Priscilla, Nick Fury's wife, 
be able to strap on those backpacks with the guns and have a super fun choreographed action scene like that just kept kind of rising i think this is where you're talking about the call of duty stuff like yeah. i the moment that they kind of like kicked a whole bunch of ass and then motherfuckers dropped down from the skylight like mission impossible style i was like this is hilarious are we watching secret invasion or uh the, the next karate kid right now i am so into this there was a point during that scene too where i actually had to go back because it was so fast but all of a sudden i look over and guy has got that full tactical like vest on and i went whoa 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 where, when did she get that on everything just happened so quickly and by the end of it i felt like i was watching this full just tactical whatever just happened but it was really cool to watch and the choreography was great for for stunts and everything i was just like whoa when did that vest get on like when did everyone get just insanely tactical but it was cool to see um the the lockbox you know pulling the gun out like they were very meticulous about it it just happened so fast and you know i appreciate i think something that i've like enjoyed the most about the show is the kind of uh two characters just sitting down normally at a table having a conversation about stuff and giving us those mcu details and the lore that we we love but then also kind of like trying to make it a little bit more than just that and like dealing with some of the race stuff or dealing with just like the histories of these characters or uh revealing the 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 kind of beautiful backstory of Nick Fury and his wife and uh yeah. her being a scroll and like how he's dealt with that or not dealt with it not having to care this episode diving into that even a little deeper with the conversation between um Priscilla and Gaia I thought was done so well where they were having the conversation about Fury about uh talos just dying the father of gaia like it's a lot of intense stuff going on but for uh priscilla to immediately call her out and just be like hey, you're young like you you're being offensive like you don't know what you're talking about you don't know how hard this all is uh like stop talking you think you know everything but you don't i feel like that's uh, the type of, of writing that i don't usually get from mcu shows and i i just thought that they did a really good job to have that moment transition seamlessly into this insane fight scene <laughs> yeah totally and just going off of that as well we've been seeing you know just as we're moving through the mcu we're seeing a lot of um older characters we're getting you know that intro of, of younger avengers coming in and we're all feeling that shift of like okay we've got some of the the older older folks here and then we've got some of the younger folks and how is marvel going to handle that and so we've been seeing a lot of that discomfort almost uh through comments like that in the mcu and in, especially in secret invasion so it's funny that you you mentioned that because it's like yeah there's been a lot of that those moments where yep. it's like oh you're getting older oh you're you're aging oh you don't know better you know we're seeing a little bit of that tension between older and younger here and and as furies you know also aging there's been a lot of comments about oh, yeah. that during the series so yeah big deal and and big i theme. thought that they, they uh they handled that really well too in this one where so having that the conversation between priscilla and gaia have priscilla be like Guy being like, why would you stay in this house when you know people are coming to execute you? And she's like, hey, it's my terms. Let them come at me. I'm going to be ready for them, whatever. And for that conversation to be cut off with the explosion and all the tactical green laser lights coming through, it's like, oh, man. But they were ready to go because they're warriors. Like, they've done this. They've had to, to fight for so long. Yeah. And I thought that, it, like, it made sense, and especially it being Yuri's wife. Like, I love seeing her kind of as her own character and, like, be a badass herself and, like, 
be playing games and be manip manipulative in her own fury way, right? Um, right? That we've gotten hinted at throughout the the show, but I feel like this episode really was her coming to her own as a character that I, I thought was like really well done. Yeah, I thought that was great. It was uh, funny because yeah, that transition from the dialogue talking about how she's you know she's staying you know in the house she likes this place you know this is her spot and this is where she's gonna go she's gonna go on her terms type situation yep. um i turned to the person i was watching this episode with and i went she just manifested that because it immediately Boom. went into the combat yeah <laughs> i was like whoa that was manifested <laughs> yeah so you were bringing up the the whole fury being old and people constantly referencing that and i feel like the phrase like fury you used not to be saying he's old no 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 no, no, no. but the, the characters say it the characters are saying it like yeah they, they keep uh uh just hammering home the idea that like you used to be five steps ahead you're not anymore and something that I didn't love about this episode is it shows that Yuri still is five steps ahead. Like, he still knows what's happening for the most part. But I didn't like Olivia Coleman's character kind of not knowing about Rhodey being a scroll and, like, giving up the information to him and her being so surprised and Fury just kind of being like, like, yeah, he, he's a scroll. And her being like, oh, wow, like, not knowing it. Something about that just felt like all the development that, that that character had just went out the window just for, because this is the second to last episode. I feel like that that was like a, a little bit of a, a cop out to me. Uh, so you're saying in terms of Olivia of Coleman's Sonya's? character. Yeah, I did kind of notice that too, because it definitely felt like, you know, previously in the episode, she was so badass and she would just sort of call out, you know, hi, scrolls. Hi. Oh, you're, you're a scroll. Like they're, you know, like she's been, somewhat all-knowing you know and and super cool like that <laughs> like she was able to point them out and then in that moment even just tonally it got broken because she went you know he's a scroll and then well everyone is you know so it was kind of a brush off scene so i i totally understand what you're talking about because it was like wait i i thought that you were probably the most hyper vigilant person in this this situation and for you to be confused and and just kind of brush it off is so weird because previously you'd been so um on it yeah just so on top of it and like able to to call it out and be like oh i suspect it or something you know that might have been a better response so that did derail things a little bit yeah but otherwise you know it's like okay well now she knows so hopefully she can do some more badass stuff yeah like that, yeah I guess. totally uh so going to the main like kind of plot advancement of this episode so last episode ends with the the whole uh attempted uh attempt attempted murder of the president right and that didn't work out the president ends up in in the hospital but talos ends up dying and we kind of see the the next point of that of the president kind of like being in critical condition like really bad and then the scrolls plan changing of them being like all right we're going to keep him alive and gravic being like i'm going to take advantage of the situation the new plan is to start world war three by making the american president believe that russia and the scrolls are working together and that was a plan that he came up with because Scrolls are now revealed to the people via the news. Like we saw shape-shifting aliens. We actually saw the proof of it. That's going to cause a lot of problems. Um, so for them to be able to solve that by being like, yeah, they're with the Russians. And the proof is we know where their base is and all of that. What do you think about that plan and that kind of like being the next step of Gravik's entire kind of uh, situation he has going on? 
right. So I, I think in terms of that plan, it's it's a good showcase of Gravik's character and how he's willing to just pivot suddenly. We're seeing him lose control here. Obviously, I think the plan is a little bit it's it's less neat, but it's him having to go with the flow, so to speak, and and having to pivot. And so, yeah, it just showcases his character as being quick on his feet. They set him up as a, a clever character in some of those flashbacks, right, in previous episodes. You know, he's a clever kid. He's smart. Um, we're seeing him be just hyper-aggressive. We're seeing some turmoil among the scrolls now. And he's he's realizing, okay, well, now everyone knows we're here, so let's see if we can pivot and, and figure out how to k- still get the same goals, but we're going to have to do it out in the open. Um I, I'm sure, you know, there's some semblance of like, okay, maybe he'll use the hysteria of scrolls being known now um, to his advantage. But yeah, I, I'm sure that it's uh, not an ideal plan for him, but it's something that it just showcases how smart he is and how quickly he's willing to pivot. And, and Even s- though he needs to calm down with that sugar in his coffee. Oh, that's- yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I mean, I feel like that the willingness to pivot and the like by any means necessary, like he made that choice. And then immediately, like the scrolls turn on him. like his, his they rebel. They're like, no, we ain't doing this. And then he just starts yeah. murking fools like he's killing them. And I thought it was wild that they attempted to subdue him. They attempted to kill him, really. Like they put the, the plastic around his head and like we're like all, a group of them trying to beat the shit out of him. And he overpowered them all. And I, I think that that goes to the super scroll aspect of it. Of We know he has the extremists. We've seen him heal himself. We know he has the group power. We can assume he has some of the other um, powers from the, the couple episodes ago when they, they showed the, the other things. But now we know the plan, like the active plan. And a big question I've had throughout the show it has been, why don't they just kill Fury? Like, they they have had him right in their grasp the entire time, but now we know it's because Fury is the only person that has access to the Avengers' blood, and they're trying to get that to create Super Scrolls based on the Avengers, including Carol Danvers. The fact that they called that out, I was like, this is actually kind of interesting. Yeah, we get a little bit more context here because I remember in previous episodes going, why why are they keeping him alive? This is so weird. Is this some sort of you know, just plot things so they can keep the show going. So that was really nice to get that context and that justification of, oh, okay, this thing I've been irritated with and was questioning is now, you know, that's like, it's, it's, it's cool now. I get it. And we have that backstory as well. So um, it's been, yeah, just like that reveal was really helpful. And now we'll see what happens to Fury because he's on a bit of a, a reckless path here. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, but also you mentioning with Gravik and all of the, the scrolls turning on each other, I think that's also a testament to how multidimensional the scrolls are. Like, I, I don't think that they're they're bad they're just trying to i i like them as as characters written in the mcu you know because they're just they're trying to find a home and you're seeing all of these different dimensions to that and they are willing to question maybe a current leader 
when it's not working out for them and maybe they're questioning some of the methods. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the writing and everything that's set up in this latest episode. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are people, and I I feel like the MCU has done a great job of showing that, especially starting their introduction being Captain Marvel, and the way that they showed it, it's like, we all expect them to be the bad guys, but actually, they weren't. They were on the side of of Captain Marvel, and like the the promises made in, in that movie are kind of the whole jumping off point of what this this show is speaking of that though there uh i i i was uh re-watching bits of captain marvel because um i got some theories about uh a graphic himself but i forgot that there is the young girl from the young girl scroll um that hangs out with a young monica rambeau in in captain marvel and i always thought going into this that the theory would be that that would be amelia clark's character um, right. So I'm kind of surprised that it's not that. So, so far, they haven't referenced that scroll girl yet, who, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if, I must Wait, be. Isn't Amelia Clark's character, uh, what's his face's daughter? Talos's daughter? Yeah. yeah. Is that the same character, though? I believe so. Okay, so it is. That just seems weird, then. It seems weird that we are go- presumably not going to get a Monica Rambeau conversation with Amelia Clark's character. Although I guess maybe in the future. They just hung out for like a day as far as we know, you know? Yeah. I don't know. This this seems like a gun in the first act type situation. Maybe I'm totally off about this, but. I I, I think that this uh, like secret invasion feels a little bit more contained, you know? Like, oh, we're not bringing in the Avengers. You know, they're not bringing in too many other characters right now, but it will be setting up for things, I think we'll start to see a lot set a lot of setup in the next episode um, because we've already seen some little hints and things from like Marvel's trailers. I won't go too into it, but like we see uh, some characters from Secret Invasion in certain places, so we already have a an idea of what might get set up in this next episode. But um, I think that we'll probably see Gaia reunite or amelia clark's character reunite with monica rambo at some point i think it's gonna happen yeah because like I, now i'm thinking about it even more monica rambo last we saw her was uh the end of wandavision when the scrolls are like go see fury he's up there so the, the, these things are all connected in in a way um i'm not expecting to see her necessarily in this show um but th- another question i have for you in terms of mcu stuff i'm a little hazy on here Captain Marvel, haven't seen in a long time. Black Widow, I saw in theaters and I haven't seen since. This episode featured a pretty big cameo or reappearance of an MCU character that we haven't seen since Black Widow. I don't remember anything about him, though. I just remember him popping up. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy was uh, in Black Widow. Do you remember what his deal is? Um, same. He's, he's like the really just chill, cool guy that comes in and helps people. Like that's, that's kind of it, right? Yeah. He's really cool. Like I saw him, um, in this latest episode and went, Oh, Oh, you, um, I think he is, he's just like this fun character and I'm glad that they still maintained his comedic relief tone but still um you know it's always tough to see such a like strong character get told oh you're grumpy take a nap you know type thing but um it was cool to see him again and know okay this this guy's around he's just flying people places like this is cool so 
Maybe we'll see him pop up in, in future stuff, but I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, is this a this little Easter egg kind of thing? Like, yeah, is it, this hinting to something? It, it, I mean, I think it was just them trying to really connect this into that more grounded spy thriller side of the MCU where Winter Soldier yeah. and Black Widow both kind of fall. Um, but yeah, because I, I remember in Black Widow, like he he helped them travel. He helped them get place to place, right? And then in this one too, mm -hmm. it seems to be semi the case. But there was the line of Fury being like, I'm going to Finland. And he said it in the TV movie way of like, okay, cool. He's going there so we can see something that we are familiar with. And I just did not expect it to be this character. So I that genuinely caught me by surprise. Uh, but I it also was one of those things where I'm like, man, I am into this MCU stuff. And I had to question, is that the guy I'm thinking of? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it is the guy you're thinking of, and uh, he's back around. He's just hanging out. He's just been having a thing. good time this whole it's time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna keep this going. I want to take a quick word from our sponsors. But when we get back, we're gonna give some theories on what we think is gonna happen in the next episode of Secret Invasion. This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Y'all know how much I love to stay hydrated and Liquid IV makes it easier and better than ever to ensure that I'm always living my best, most hydrated life. And you can too. Liquid IV, the number one powered hydration brand in America, is now available in sugar-free with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone, and you can keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors white peach green grape and lemon lime let me tell you the white peach is good it's real good we hear it kind of funny swear by this stuff one stick of liquid iv in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone real people real flavor real hydrating now sugar-free grab your liquid iv hydration multiplayer sugar-free in bulk nationwide at costco or get 20 percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code kind of funny at checkout that's 20 percent off anything you order when you use promo code kind of funny at liquidiv.com when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply so angelica we gotta talk about our theories all right we're getting to the finale next week which seems a little bit wild Having said that, I do think that this episode sets us up in a way where we know what's happening. The stakes are pretty much set. We know what's there. The president is not in great shape. Do you have any predictions you want to start with here? I, a lot of my predictions are trying to connect things from what I've seen from trailers like go, marvel go for it you Marvel's can talk about it trailers wait from here on um, out everyone if you don't want to hear that stuff you can leave but for everyone else hey we've seen the trailers go for it so overall i think that obviously there's going to be a standoff between gravic and fury next week i think that gravic's gonna maybe get the super scroll powers and i just i think that it would just be such a weird pacing you know just anticlimactic if he didn't but i don't i'm still trying to figure out how they're gonna stop him maybe all of the scrolls and everyone's gonna team up somehow um i think that 
in the long run, from what I've seen from other trailers, I do think that Fury is going to end up back at Saber. I think Gaia is going to end up over there with him as well. And then maybe we'll get a Monica Rambeau teaser. So that's what I'm thinking in terms of that. But I think that Gravik will get Super Scroll powers and it's going to take, I don't know, it's going to take a, a whole army to yeah. take him down and maybe even a lot of the scrolls will team up as well i would be surprised if they give him the avengers super scroll powers like i feel like both budget wise and like the they've made it pretty clear the other heroes aren't coming like yeah. this episode now tripled down on fury saying something to the extent of like i'm not hitting up my homies because this is my personal thing which is a weird thing to say but sure, yeah. whatever, dude. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we're going to, like, if it goes all the way there. But I'm still, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to lose steam on being 100% sure of this. But I still believe that Gravik is Talos' wife. Like, the fact that we did not see Talos' wife in the show at all, but she's referenced in every episode over and over and over, it's like... Something about it just doesn't add up that she had an off-screen death when she is one of the only two scrolls that we knew before this show. But what about the flashbacks, though, where we saw little kid Gravik? I mean, that, but that's the thing. With the scrolls, they could look like anything. So it's that's like... That's true. Yeah. Again, I feel like uh, this episode, more than any, has made me have a little bit more like, all right, maybe that's not the case. Because we, we, we do see, if I remember correctly... We see him transform in this episode for the first time. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I think we we saw. Didn't we see him transform in the last episode too? You're talking about Gravik. Yeah. Yeah. But what? I, that wasn't Gravik though. That was Rhodey. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm confusing it right now. Okay. So so you're saying Gravik is Soros's? Okay. But again, just a theory, just something I'm throwing out there that I'm starting to get theory. less confident on. But let, let's just hold it. Let's see next week. Um, but then it's the, a fun theory, though. The, the, the other thing that I want your theory on, your prediction on, is this episode ends with Fury suiting up, classic jacket, puts on the eye patch. He goes out, he says, let's end this. He makes a phone call. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> he makes the phone call to somebody. Who is it? Um, I think that it's, see, the, the phone call, I think he's making a phone call. Ooh, yeah, that's a good question. I got um, one. I got one. If you want me to start. You start. It's Maria yes. Hill. It's 100% Maria Hill. In this episode, when Fury gets exposed to the world, all right, and they're like, um, on the news, uh, Nick Fury has killed Maria Hill. There's no way to get public sentiment back on his side, if that's the case. The only way is, hey, neither of us are dead. Those were scrolls. I like that theory, but usually after scrolls, well, after scrolls die, though, they're, they turn back into their scroll form. Yeah. So but... if it was Maria, if the, the, the Maria Hill that we saw die, if that was, or you think they just, they saved her. I don't know, Somehow. but th there was some, I mean, the amount of times this, sh this show has done a fake out death or like variations on it, they can do yeah. anything they want. I do I want think, that to be true, but like, we'll see, we'll see. And again, I just, I just don't know who else it could be, but like, 
<laughs> I think that that would add up story-wise just to the point of Fury needing needing someone and being five steps ahead. The, the show needs to prove that Fury still got it. And I think that if he has been okay with this all, like because he knows Maria Hill is actually okay, I, it could add up a bit. But not the most exciting thing. But I do think, I think they can make it work. And I feel like they'd be able to have answers that don't actually contradict the previous plot. But they need to be smart about it. Yeah, and I do like that theory because it would be a cool subversion on what we've seen with the scrolls, where they're assuming people's identities after they die and and sort of ignoring people's deaths in this essentially so they can continue their lives. So it'd be cool to see a subversion on that with with Maria Hill and she is just really alive, but she's like presumed not around and that would explain some of the uh the less reactivity to the guilt trip, at least when, um, when uh, Hills, yeah, Hills' mom was like guilting Fury really hard in yeah. uh, the last episode because I, I felt so bad when I was watching that. Um, so that would be a little bit easier on my mind, at least because it just looked like Fury was like, no, <laughs> yeah, know? totally, totally. Now, there's also other potential options here, she could not yeah. be a scroll. She could just have not died. And I think evidence to that are the the focus in this episode on Fury being like the dead men are the only people that can't tell secrets. And like, I have a million places I'm dead, like having tombstones all around the world, essentially, and all that. It's like, it's kind of hinting at the fact that like, look, man, I've died before and I'm here. So Maria Hill dying, she might still be alive, even if she, it's not the scroll angle. Um, yeah. but to, to triple down on the scroll thing a little bit more. And again, I, I'm going to need a little help on this, uh, in chat. Let me know if I'm wrong or comments. Let me know if I'm wrong about this too. But, um, but we've seen Gaia, Amelia Clark's character die, but because she took the super scroll stuff to some extent, able to use the extremist shit and, and she's alive. Did that stuff exist in any form before this, or would, did we see the first uses of it in, in that case? I think this was the first use of the this particular super scroll. I always want to say serum now yeah. because of the MCU, but like the super scroll um, skills, right? Like she got to use it within a limited time. I think in that same scene, I was kind of hoping that maybe it was also used on on Talos too, but I don't think yeah. that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't want him to go. Um, I think Talos but, is dead. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, well, you think like Talos's wife, you think sh she's around, but you think that Talos is dead? You're saying all these people survive, okay? Maybe mm -hmm. he's still alive. Maybe. I just I think that his death is the one that uh, makes the most sense because from all yeah. the rules we know, he's dead, dead. We also and saw his funeral. We saw his funeral. <laughs> we saw his body, his dead body being burned. So we don't know. Look, we don't, no one will ever. No, I guess we can't answer this ever. I'm just in denial right now. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll see how that all goes. I will say that uh, one theory that I had from early on in the, the series that I'm still fairly confident in. However, I think that it's starting. To, we're just getting crowded towards this final episode of like, how much can they actually pack in here? I still think that we're going to get the death of this president. And... With that, we know that uh, Thunderbolt Ross is going to become the new president, who's Harrison Ford. Getting Harrison Ford in this show would be absolutely wild. I don't know about like the 
how that would work from a, a, a pay perspective, cameo perspective, all of that stuff. But I do think having him in like a post-credit scene to set up the future could be really interesting and would make sense, especially if you add in Ju- Julia Louise Dreyfus in any way to connect those dots. But I feel like if that were really going to happen, we would have got some of the setup in this episode and we didn't get too much. However, getting as much focus on the president in this episode, I'm like, they're showing he's in real bad shape. So maybe. Yeah, uh, I do think that they're going to set up for that as well to have Ross come in for like filling that role. Um, I don't know how exactly they will kill the president. Maybe like Brody, something will happen where they're like, okay, this is some last ditch pivoting effort in order to create a war, right, for the scrolls. But um, I do think if they did try to bring him in, it would probably happen maybe at the end of the episode. And I, I think that they won't get a cameo, but maybe they'll they'll pull up a picture. Like a picture. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I I think that that's that is probably the the right expectation of it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, the president said who's next guy. in line? It's <laughs> yeah. Thunderbolt Ross, and then we see a picture, and now it's Harrison Ford. Uh, it's gonna be a, sc- a scroll up on a sc- computer screen, you know, like oh, who's next up? And yeah. then it'll just like sc- his picture will scroll up, and it'll be like, Pong, you know. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, I, I I feel like that's not out of the realm of possibility. I do think that they're they're kind of like setting up towards that. Uh, besides those, do you have any predictions for next week? Um, predictions. Uh, I'm trying not to make a joke about Gravik getting a massive sugar high, but, um, <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, in the end, the sugar is going to kill him. Cause that's just way too much for any person. That's ridiculous. Um, I think that Gravik is going to get super scroll abilities. Um, the, he's going to come down from a sugar high and they're going to be able to defeat him with his abilities because, uh, the sugar is just too much for his system. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think that he'll, he'll maybe. Here's the thing. It doesn't make sense for Fury to hold on to this just, you know, absolute bombshell of like DNA. The scro- yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of hoping that he's going to be clever about it and maybe swap it out with something. It'll be a dupe. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers DNA dupe, you know? Yeah, but, it'll be like um... Hawkeye's DNA, and they'll be like, great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> now he can jump on Christmas trees and survive <laughs> sliding down 20 stories. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm hoping that Fury's going to be clever about that the next episode. I think we're going to get a uh, setup for some you know work with saber and then yeah i think that there's going to maybe get a scroll clean out uh, you know within Mm. the government i think that uh hopefully we can get i don't know some sort of resolution with the scrolls but i think there's going to be a little bit of more internal just scroll takedown there i think that we're going to set up for fury and gaia to probably end up at saber and we'll get an Easter egg with Ross and Monica Rambo. Okay, cool. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're fairly aligned on this. I do think that we're asking a lot there, but I think it also kind of just makes sense. I don't know that any of that really provides a satisfying ending to this show, but I do think that it's in line with what the show's given us so far. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Not too long, one week, and we'll get this uh, finale. And then after that, we have uh, Ahsoka, which we will be doing our, our Star Wars breakdowns with me, Barrett, and uh, Sage and Carboni. And then we got Loki Season 2 coming at the like, right after that. 
which like is wild to me that we're getting that. It feels so soon, even though it's been years since the first season. I have been waiting for so long for Loki season two. I loved season one. So I'm like, yes, inject it into my veins. What are your uh, favorite of the MCU shows thus far? I, so I really loved, let's see. Um, my brain's kind of like working from now back, but obviously I love, they came out with an absolute bang, you know, with the WandaVision and then Loki. Um, I think those two were my, probably a, a couple of my favorites. That was such a good era for me because it was those just- Those are my favorites, for sure. Re- okay, yeah, I was, they, sure. they were just so beautiful and artistic and, and getting to the core of some of these characters in such a beautiful way. But also I love some of these, you know, lighter, more fun shows. We got Miss Marvel, you know, setting up for so much. And also She-Hulk was just a really, really fun um, series to watch. So, you know, I I have favorites, but they're favorites for different reasons. Of course, I love the heartfelt, just like grief. Um, the, The grief story that was WandaVision, I just, I wanted more. It was like, give me more morsels. I wanted to see more of her and of, um, Vision. We'll see what happens with, white vision hopefully. yeah vision quest um, and with uh agatha what's the, sh- the name of the show nowadays they keep changing it house it's not house of harkness coven of chaos i think that's where it's at right now coven of chaos um, yeah but it's coming at some point anyway, and, show. <laughs> uh angelica it's been a great time hanging out and talking to you here where can people find you and what's the best way to support you out there Oh, you can find me over on Twitch at A-Tray, A-Y-Y-T-R-A-E. I'm streaming most days of the week, talking about nerd news and playing video games. I'm also just all around online talking about just nerdy stuff all the time. This is like my favorite thing to talk about and theorize about. Um, so you could find me over on places like Twitter, A-Tray. Um, there's maybe a few spots I'm Angelica Trey <laughs> if you search it up, but... Uh, it was so good to be here, and I'm excited to, you know, talk about more Marvel works, more Hell stuff coming yes. down the pipeline. What yeah. what games do you normally play on uh, Twitch? Are you like variety streamer, or do you focus on a couple specific things? I'm a variety streamer, but I do very, very much like playing a lot of uh, role playing games or survival horror survival survival games. I can't talk suddenly, but I um, definitely like huge fan of things like. You know, franchise like The Last of Us. I just played through Subnautica, which is a great sci-fi game. Also survival. And I just started on Jedi Survivor. Awesome. Just Hell yeah. Started. Hell so yeah. Well, go support her there. Twitch, Twitter, all the different places. And let us know in the comments below what you thought about this episode of Secret Invasion and what predictions you have for the finale next week. We will be back next week to talk all about it. But until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.